All right, everybody, what is up? Welcome to the brand new season of the Left or Right podcast. We are starting over. This is the restart period. We took a little bit of a break because we weren't really feeling it, but now we are back. Now let's introduce the two main people on the show. First, Ethan, you can go. Like, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Okay, uh, saying I know. Uh, I'm Ethan. I consider myself um, very uh, conservative and uh, somewhat authoritative. All right, and next up, Joel. All right, um, my name is Joel. I'm about 14. I'm in, I live in Texas. I'm a I'm a Democrat, but I consider myself, you know, with some conservative policies, and I I prefer to be very bipartisan on most issues. All right. Well said, and I am Zane. I'm the founder of Left or Right, and I would like to say that I lean more right on most issues than left. So anyways, let's just get this started, and let's talk about the death of Mike Gravel. Uh, he was a former senator from the state of Alaska. He was senator from 1969 to 1981. He was also a part of the Alaska uh, House of Representatives, and he died on June 26th in his home in Surfside, California. He ran for president in 2008 unsuccessfully, and he also ran for president in 2020 unsuccessfully. What do you have to say about the legacy of Mike Gravel? Um, I think he was a very important person. I mean, I do kind of find it funny how like he did so much for Alaska, yet he he wasn't even born in Alaska. He was born all the way in what Massachusetts. I mean, yep. that's it's kind of funny to me, but like, I mean, he did do a lot for Alaska. Uh, he accomplished a lot. I mean, he tried to get rid of the draft, which I kind of think we should still have a draft. But I mean, he did do a lot. Um, it's kind of sad to see that he died, but I mean, there's not really much to say because like he wasn't killed or anything. He really just died of old age. I mean, he lived a nice life. I mean, he died at 91. And the best part about his 2020 presidential campaign was his ad. He like released this ad where he like stared at a pond and it was the greatest thing I think I have ever seen. And there were like, like political arguments in the background. It was such a cool ad, man. And unfortunately he died. I mean, he did live a good life and it's sad to see a great person go. I mean, he released a ton about the Pentagon. He's a very good person for American politics. And he yeah he was he, all over politics. What do you have to say? I saw Tom? him as like the I saw him as like a, the better Bernie Sanders. He was definitely like one of those leftists before it was really cool in politics. But like I I just saw him as someone if he ever got that uh, Oval Office seat that I would have actually been proud. I mean he was very uh, decent record. And stuff. I I love him reading the Pentagon papers on the uh, Senate floor. That was nice to see. Him. Yeah, and it's very sad to see him go, but he lived a great life, so there's no complaints there. Rest in peace, Mike Gravel, 1930 through 2021. So let's talk about something that happened in our United States Congress this week. Um, there were two votes that went through the United States House. First, there was a vote to remove Confederate statues from the Capitol premises, and there was also a vote to create the January 6th Commission um to investigate what happened on january 6th to find out the truth about the whole situation 
what do you think about this vo these votes and the bills and do you think it'll get through the united states senate uh the votes remove all confederate statues from the capitol i think it's kind of stupid now i'm not a racist i don't support the confederacy but i just think that these states i mean they're talking about the statues that the states chose to put in the capitol building i think that these states chose them so it should be the state's decision if they want to remove those statues or not I mean, not all the statues were put there by the states, but I mean, the main ones that they're talking about, especially from the southern states. Now, I really don't think we should be getting rid of these statues because, like, they are important to our history. We need to remember these people, not for, not because they're Confederates or anything. We just need to remember. We just can't get rid of history. Um, we need to acknowledge that it happened and kind of move on. I'm not really in favor for just getting rid of these statues just because. They were bad people. I mean, I mean, a lot of these people. Sure, I mean, some of them were um, like senators and stuff. They they did stuff in the Senate. They were a part of our government. We can't ignore the fact that they got the they did what they needed to to become honor honorable. Also, kind of. Yeah, that's all I have to say. All right, Joel. What do you think about the Confederate vote? The Confederate statues, I mean, I kind of agree with him on that. I mean, we can't really erase our history. And us taking them down from that spot where they're at is not really – I think if we want to truly honor our history, even the bad parts of it, we got to keep the statues up there. Because I'm someone who's very fond of history, and for us just to remove that because we don't like it, it's we can't erase what happened. Yeah. There's no way we can. So keeping them there is to honor what happened until we can acknowledge our mistakes and learn from them. Yeah, that's I completely agree with that too. You can't just erase history. History's there forever. You're not going to remove what Hitler did in the 1940s. You're not going to remove all the bad stuff that's happened in America, which there are a lot of bad things that happened in America. But the best thing to do is learn about it, educate yourself, and then make sure that that doesn't happen again in the future. And then you know, the January 6th vote for the January 6th commission. What do you guys think about that? Um, I actually hope this one goes through Congress because, like, I'm kind of interested to learn more about it, too. I mean, those people did they, – they kind of just got into the White House. Like, I thought the White House was supposed to be, like, one of the most secure buildings ever. Um, I thought there was supposed to be, like, a bunch of guards there. So Don't you I mean the, the Capitol? Would you be the Capitol? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the you're White right. House. It wasn't the White House. Yeah, no, it wasn't the White House. It was the Capitol building. Yeah. The Capitol building, it's supposed to be one of the most secure buildings out there. Yeah. So I guess the guards just let their guard down. I so I, I kind of want to know what happened with the guard situation. I really hope it does go through because, I mean, this is like the second time I think they tried pushing it through. And I think a lot of people who are opposing it are a lot of people who played a big part in what happened that day. Well, what I don't understand is why Republicans would want to oppose it, because if they truly want to, like, make Trump supporters look good and prove that, like, a lot of people who didn't support Trump were a part of the Capitol invasion, you could say, uh, why wouldn't you just want to investigate it, look at it, and, like, you know, figure out the truth in the situation? Why wouldn't you want that? So I don't see this from the Republican point of view of why would you vote against it? I mean, there were Republicans who did vote for it. I think there were about like mm -hmm. 10, maybe. I don't know. Maybe a little bit more. No, because I think it would have passed after 10. I think it was like less than six or something. No, it passed. It passed yeah, the it House. Passed. It passed the House. 
It went through the house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't um, it, wasn't the twenty two to one ninety vote? Yeah, I think so. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they're talking about the Senate vote. Sorry. Yeah, hey, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, the senators um, voted on it. Yet. The senators haven't voted on it yet. I don't think. Care what the big deal? I don't care about what happens with the January sixth commission. You know. I mean, I care. I want to see. I want to learn about it. Well, I want to learn about it too, but you know, just get it through. And I don't know if it'll get through the Senate. You know, yeah. it'll be a close vote. I guarantee it. Yeah, it probably will be. Uh, but you know, until then, I guess we will just be knowledgeless on what happened, what truly happened on that day that will live in infamy in American history. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's important that it does it does pass too. I mean, I I remember watching it. I, I think all of us were watching it probably too. We we had to get to the bottom. We we have to get to the bottom of that. I mean. Because it, who are we just kind of uh, dust it off our shoulders and move on past it? I mean, that's stupid of us to do. So I, I mean, I really hope that those senators and Congress who voted against it last time change their minds and vote for it this time. Yeah, and I also hope that if we, if what ha- if they find out what happened on January sixth, like who was really involved, that they'll be able to like feel safe with opening up the Capitol again. Because did that fence around the Capitol, you know, it, it's not a good image for our country. You know, it's supposed to be the people's house where the people are supposed to be, you know, confined with their representatives or senators. Mm-hmm. And now they just can't do it, you know, and we need to let people go in the Capitol and discuss with their representatives what they want done, you know? Yeah. And with that fence there, you know, that can't really get done but whatever um but now let's talk about some very tragic news that happened recently um there was a building collapse in surfside florida uh which is a little bit south of miami and um as of right now 24 people have died and there are still 121 people that are missing in this condo building collapse and it is a very tragic situation. And um, what do you guys think about this? Like, why? What do you think caused this disaster? Um, I was reading that it was really just structural problems, or at least as they're theorizing. Um, the inspection in 2018 that the building received did not come back with good results, and I guess they were supposed to like reinforce the underground garage, but obviously that never happened. Um, so I really think it was just structural. I don't think it was an act. I don't think anyone really caused it. Um, I think it was just something that they should have reinforced and they didn't. And so it caused a lot of people to die. I mean, the death counts at 24 right now, 121 people are still missing and 11 injuries. Like it's, it's pretty, pretty saddening. I mean, there was that one firefighter who pulled his own daughter's body out of the wreckage. Like imagine how awful that must've been. Like, it's just an awful situation. Um, there's nothing really more to say about it. I mean, it's not like it was an act of terrorism or anything. Yeah. Um, it's tragic. You know, I heard this one story where there was this couple, old couple. I think they were they were an elderly couple. And they kept on, like, talking about who's going to die first or whatever. And they both said, like, I'm going to die first. You're going to, like, stay on Earth longer. And yet they died together in this horrible incident. And that is just so sad. 
and you feel bad for all the people who just think about it. There's 121 people still missing. That's 121 families, estimately, give or take, that are hoping that their child, their parents, their fa friends are alive right now. I mean, that's just horrible. It's sad. And, you know, we also need to thank the firefighters who are in the damage right now trying to save these people's lives. I mean, mm -hmm. we need to thank them and we need to, you know, hope for the best and hope that not much more people are going to die during this, you know, when more bodies are being picked up. Oh, did you guys see that they actually postponed any of the rescues until they finished demolishing the building? Yeah, and yeah, they so also postponed yeah. it because there's a tropical storm coming in Florida right now. Yeah. Which, you know, might not help things either. You know, what do you have to say, Joel? I did see that this morning, too, that they had paused the new uh, search and rescues because of this. They want to continue the, the demolition because of the storm coming in. But yeah, I think uh, continuing what you said too, that this is really tragic. I mean, especially hearing that story now, I hear about that one. And it's definitely something that once again is bipartisan support and thing. Uh, what's it called? I can't talk right, so I don't mind. That's it. Getting these people uh, who are, that we find okay, or you know, getting this problem dealt with and finding a solution to it. Yeah, there needs to be a, we need to like save these people because there's still people alive in the wreckage yeah. most likely and we hope that all of them are alive you know but the chances yeah. of that happening aren't aren't real likely unfortunately and um mm -hmm. the best thing to do honestly is to pray you know yeah pray that these people stay alive during you know it's just horrible and we hope that every family member every friend of anyone who is missing right now that you find comfort and i hope that the lord may uh help you during these times yeah i especially feel bad for that firefighter like imagine responding to that like yeah a, your own opponent building collapsed you go there in uniform ready to help people and you find your daughter's dead body that's it's tragic that's really bad it's tragic yeah yeah, that now, is this really is, bad. This is something that, you know, could reunite us maybe in a way, you know? I mean, that's a lot of people yeah. in that building, a lot of Americans. And I know it's not anything like 9-11. It's nothing compared to 9-11. But it's a big event for us because that's a lot of people that, are, that lives are currently in the hand of firefighters right now. And we got to hope that, you know, they're all safe and that everyone will be good. So yeah, mm -hmm. um, next up, recently Biden, Joe Biden, our president, introduced a bipartisan infrastructure bi bill that uh, put $109 billion towards road, roads, bridges, and other projects, $11 billion towards safety of the people, $49 billion towards public transit, uh, $7.5 billion toward uh, building electric vehicles. Uh, 7.5 billion to put toward electric buses, 25 billion towards airports, uh, water infrastructure is going to get 55 billion, and so on and so forth. What do you guys think about this bill? Um, I have a quick question. Yeah. Don't we already like give money yearly to infrastructure to keep up the roads and stuff? Like I could not find anything about that. This was the only, 
yeah. I can only find stuff about the current bill, but like, don't we um, already give money? It just depends on what happens each year. Like, funding changes all the time between like different right. services and stuff. And right now, that's what uh, Senate Re and House Republicans and Biden and a few House Democrats and and Senate Re Democrats, you know, agreed upon. Like, that's what we should fund this year. Okay. I mean, I'm mostly fine with it. I just wish it wasn't that expensive. Um, I wish they could have found a couple of ways to cut corners and maybe save us save us a couple of billion dollars. Um, I mean, it's it's nearly a trillion dollar bill. I really don't think it needed to be that much. I mean, I realize it takes a lot of money to run this country, especially our infrastructure. But I mean, unless they're like building a lot of new roads then it shouldn't cost them that much to just be keeping up and repairing the old roads. I mean, they don't repair like most roads every single year, unless they're heavily, heavily used roads. Like the roads here in Carson only get repaired like every five years. So yeah. And whenever the roads here do get repaired, it takes a while for them to get repaired. <laughs> uh, what do you say, Joel? Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm for it. I, I like it. I, I was happy to see that uh, it had bipartisan effort on it, onto it. But I was kind of disappointed to see some uh, some people on the Democratic side not wanting to support it because they didn't include climate change. And they're saying that they won't vote for it. But I mean, I, I like it, and I hope it does pass. And I agree with Ethan, um, I think, uh, on the expensive part of it. But overall, I agree with the infrastructure bill. For it. Yeah, it's not that bad of a bill, you know, and uh, I mean, there's no real complaints for me. Uh, you know, I'm glad to see that our our uh, let's see, how do I say this? Our congressional body is actually working together, you know, to, you know, pass some budgeting bills, which is good, you know, and it's good. And, you know, cool. as we move on to our next topic about Gavin Newsom, you know, He's being recalled, and uh, the date to vote either yes to recall Gavin Newsom or no to vote re to vote no to recalling Gavin Newsom is going to be on September 14, 2024. Not really much to talk about there besides do you think Newsom's going to get recalled or not? Um, I really do. I mean, the fact that he's even going up for recall shows that he obviously pissed off some Democrats too. I mean, he is a Democrat governor, but like – He's just been doing Californians dirty. Like, he screwed over millions of them with his COVID stuff. I mean, a lot of people lost their businesses. A lot of people just lost their way of lives. And yes, it was partially due to COVID, but some of it was partially due to his awful policies. I mean, he was just not handling the, uh, the COVID situation well. He did not do a good job as a governor. He really did not serve the people of California. He did not do them any justice. Um, I definitely think he is going to get recalled. I definitely do. What about you, Joel? Um, I think it can go either way. I mean, I've been looking at uh, different polls and seeing that about 64%. I don't know. I don't know when this poll came out. I saw like 64% of Californians approve of him. Approve of him would vote no on the recall. But I mean, I think it can go either way. He could be recalled or he could stay in office. It it depends because. It's really unpredictable when it comes to governor races, especially if you're being recalled. I mean, I think 
who was the last governor who got recalled in California? Was it Gary Davis, I think? Gray Davis, yeah. Gray Davis. I mean, I think it's very possible he could get recalled. I'm not saying if the chances are zero, but I'm saying it, it can go either way. I don't think it's a for sure yes or no he can get recalled. Personally, me, I'd like him to get recalled, but I really don't think uh, the odds are in people who want to get rid of Newsom. I think the odds are in favor of Gavin Newsom. You know, things could change throughout this course. I mean, there's a long time until September 14th. And if he does get recalled, you know, there's a ton of good candidates on both sides of the aisle with Republican and Democrats, you know. You, you got the Democrat YouTubers running Kevin Path, Pathrath. And, you know, he's a very likable person. You know, you got a few Republicans. You know, there's actually a ton of Republicans running for this race. Uh, and, you know, you know, we got Democrats and Republicans coming together wanting Newsom gone. But, I mean, I don't know if they can pull it out. You know, people are rallying in public, you know, wanting to get rid of Newsom. You know, they want him gone. There's a ton of Californians that just want to move on from him and have new leadership. And you know what? It might happen. But chances are it's not going to happen in favor of um, Gavin not Gavin Newsom, in favor of the opposers of Gavin Newsom, for the most part. And um, now, this is more of an opinion topic, as a lot of them are, but a lot of, Ameri a lot of Americans, actually, specifically 60% of Americans, believe that the coronavirus was created in a Chinese lab and it leaked. 31% of people thought that it evolved from nature in China. And then there's a ton of other small ones with small percentages, but those are the two big ones. What do you guys think? Where where do you think the origins of COVID-19 come from? Personally, I do think it started in the lab. I mean, uh, China, I just, based on what they've done, I mean, the whole Chinese government, they are not a very trustworthy group of people. I mean, considering what they've done in the past, and they're just very secretive about a lot of their stuff. I mean, they have a lot of projects going on. It just, it wouldn't surprise me if it came from a lab. And also looking at like, it just came out of nowhere. Like usually when you see something from nature, when you see something coming out of nature, you can usually tell and it's not going to hit in instantly. Like it's not going to come out of nowhere. You can usually see it evolve. You can usually see it coming. You can usually prepare for that type of thing. It's not going to just hit like a, like a just, not going to come instantly and just totally take over the entire world like this this just seems like something it doesn't seem like something natural it really doesn't it kind of just seems like it came out of nowhere um now i'm not saying they intentionally leaked it but i do personally think that it did come from a lab um that's just what i believe uh joel what do you say I think the same thing too. I think it's very likely it came from a lab. He brought up an interesting point on how it just came out of nowhere. I think it's the same thing, but with that too, I mean, <laughs> I I do think it came from a lab, but I I'm I'm open to the possibility that it could have came, you know, naturally. But I do think it came from a lab because China yeah. is a very um, corrupt area. Yeah. I agree with that too. You know, you can never trust China. China is the most untrustworthy country. I think besides North Korea and Russia, you know, they're all like 
they're all mm-hmm. untrustworthy buddies, you know. And I wouldn't believe anything that comes out of that man Xi Jinping's mouth. And you know, he said it wasn't created in a lab. It definitely was created in a lab. You know, just trying to make sure. I can also good. Doctor Fauci's emails. I mean, it's it's it definitely came out of the lab. There's no doubt about it. In my mind, personally, it had to have come from um, a lab. It had to. It had to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, we definitely have the technology to do it. I mean, we can make clones. We have been making clones. Actually, China's been making clones. Um, not of, actually, we don't know if they've been making clones of humans, but like, we have the technology to do all this crazy stuff. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, we've cured countless diseases. What's to say we can't make countless diseases? I mean, that's the other thing is like, coronavirus, um, this is a new form of it. Like, apparently, like, even looking on the back of your Febreze cams, it said coronavirus on it, but that wasn't the new coronavirus. So, like, coronavirus has obviously been around for a long time, but it's this new one that we were all worried about. And it's just odd that we never saw coronavirus mutating. We never cared about coronavirus until COVID-19 hit. And it, it's just so weird that it, it just came out of nowhere. I, I really... Yeah. It just doesn't seem natural. Yeah. All right. Um, is that it with everyone? With ha- is that it for what everyone has to say? Yeah. All right. Well, that is where we conclude our episode. As you know, today is the 4th of July. We're not filming this on the 4th of July, but today is the 4th of July. So I would want to wish everybody a happy 4th of July. Celebrate America proudly. You know... Don't don't hate on America today. If you hate on America today, leave. That's all I got to say. Um, but yeah, thank you, Joel and Ethan, for joining me. And we will see you next time. See you later, guys.